You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Four-man rush. Fields has time. Launches downfield. It's a long day. And the Buckeyes stretch the lead again. 56 yards. Wow. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Ryan Horvat on the BetQL Audio Network. We're 10 days away from the NFL draft and win totals are popping everywhere. It's a beautiful time. It's Joe Ostrowski and Ryan Horvat. This is BetQL Daily. We're live on the Bet 1430 in Denver. Also 105.9 FM HD2 in Chicago. Chicago's home for Wagertainment, 93.1 FM HD3 in Los Angeles. Make sure you download the free Odyssey app to watch, listen, and subscribe to the BetQL Daily podcast. If you're on iTunes, leave us five stars. Quick review. Only takes a quick minute. What are you smiling at, Horvat? Just that we're looking at these NFL win total numbers or what? That you guys give me a hard time for how I say Chicago because I think you have. I mean, the- it's strong. You You're think I have a strong. stronger Chicago accent than you do? I think you do. Really? Maybe not. I don't know. Some, I feel like. <laughs> you flipped quick. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know. Because sometimes Jake says mine's stronger. I don't know. Sometimes. Jake Chicago- Alley. How, how should I say it? Chicago. Say it however you want to say it. Uh, Jake Hassan, hop on the mic. You're the tiebreaker here. Which yeah. which one of us has the stronger Chicago accent? I didn't think mine was that strong, but maybe I'm wrong. Because I noticed it with my sister. One of my sisters, hers is like super strong. I'm like, yeah. Jesus. Um, Hassan, which, which guy? Stronger. I got to say, I notice Horvat's more, I think. I do too. You you guys should hear it after I have a couple beverages. Like if we are out, which uh, you know now that we're all vaccinated, maybe that'll be a possibility one day. Then it like really then it's Chicago. Then it's then it really comes out. But is it Chicago? Just say so, man. I don't. Chicago, Chicago. How's that, Chicago? That's fine. Say I I I like it that you say it that way, especially that since you work up in. Is it a mix of a Wisconsin? Is it kind of shifting? See, I don't know. No. It, see, no people really like when I was in Iowa, like when I first started, then I was like fresh out of college and I went to Western Illinois and it's yeah. bad. Western Illinois is like all the South side of Chicago. So everybody's accents are like my uncles, you know, where it's like Chicago. Uh, and so people noticed it, but then I kind of like, I was there for so long that I feel like I almost picked up an Iowa accent which it, there really isn't one. I always <laughs> <laughs> where you just like say certain things. Like everything is a deal. It, like, you know, if somebody's crazy, you know, you're like, ah, she's a deal. He's a deal. But also like, I don't know. That, that's a conversation for another day that nobody cares about. But I feel like I'm uh, I'm getting the Chicago out of the Chicago out of me. 
the accent that is. But I noticed yours today, and I got a kick out of it. So um, Eli put on the rundown just quick thoughts on these NFL uh, win total numbers that are popping heading into the draft. And I know it, it's a small thing, but the only thing that is going to move these numbers is one, a lot of money, which you cannot bet a lot of money on these right now. So right. that's kind of irrelevant. What what these teams do if they get an A plus or they get a D minus in the draft, I don't think it's really going to change these win totals unless we are back in a world and because of what's happened off the field and with lawyers getting involved and we apparently allegedly his actions in the past, like the number one story 10 days before the NFL draft months and months ago was supposed to be which team is Deshaun Watson going to? Like yeah. that's the that that's the big move that would that would force these win totals to adjust drastically but i don't think we're there right like that's not even being discussed it seems to be off the table as many of these teams are moving forward moving up in the draft to get their quarterback they made moves in free agency it's like yeah people have uh, like forget that we don't even know if this guy's going to be dealing with suspension or what the deal is. right we don't even know if he's going to be out there week one. We don't know if he's going to play this year. We have really no idea what's going on with that situation. So, yeah, I don't th I don't see a whole lot moving these win totals. I mean, the NFL draft, that's not going to matter much. I mean, you'll see, you know, like Jacksonville, their win totals obviously going to go up, but it's not going to change really from where it's at right now. That would be the only thing. That was like the first thing that kind of jumped off the board when I looked at these win totals uh, this morning was just seeing the Texans there at four and a half. Had to think of it. I was like, okay, the Texans are going to be a disaster, but four and a half wins? That's where we're setting the bar this year. Uh, but we don't even know where their starting quarterback is going to be in Houston this year. So right. Sense, man. It does make all sense. Right. That's crazy. Let's, uh, let's go. Let's just quick thoughts. Division by division, all right, on uh, where they sent some of these numbers early on. And mm -hmm. they'll get sharpened up a bit. But um, And once limits are raised, then we'll know what the real numbers are. They're probably just trying to get a feel for where yeah. people are uh, going to be leaning right now. If you start in the AFC East, win totals at the top, go with Buffalo, 10 and a half. Remember, they are coming off a 13-win season. Miami and New England both at nine. Uh, the Jets is at six after winning only two games last year. We know the quarterback is going to be Zach Wilson, brand new regime there. <sighs> Boy, to go from two and 14 to seven and nine for the over. That seems like a bit of a tall task, even though I like the direction of the organization overall. Yeah, no, no, no. And that was one of the first ones I looked at in that division. I mean, I was looking at the Bills because I, with the with the Bills, they're either going to be Super Bowl contenders or they're going to be a regression and they're going to go eight and eight this year. But I don't want to bet against Josh Allen just because, I mean, how much he improved in one season was ridiculous because with quarterbacks, we see like footwork improve or their decision making improves. But with Josh Allen, like you never see a quarterback's accuracy improve from his rookie year every single year. And that's what you saw with him. But with the Jets, I mean, that's a great point right there. I mean, even if Zach Wilson's the real deal week one, still, I don't see them winning seven games. New coaching staff. Is he starting game one? That's is the question. Start week one, that's the other question. Are they going to protect him? You know, I, I, I would not go over. If anything, I'd be looking at the under. I mean, the Jets are a disaster every single year. And then you look at that division. I mean, the Patriots spent all that money, so you expect them to contend. But Cam Newton's still their quarterback, and he still can't throw the ball down the field. They were bad last year. And also you look at some of these moves they made in free agency and you're like, 
what? But still, Bill Belichick is a football genius. So, again, I don't really want to play their under, but, uh, you know, the you Dolphins, are the Dolphins going to regress? Is Tua actually going to be their starting quarterback? I think there's a lot of question marks in this division. Oh, man. So if you're the Jets, can you really say we're going to sit our franchise quarterback and we're going to play James Morgan? With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. No. He probably has to start week one. He kind of does. I mean, and and that's what they did with Sam Darnold. I'll never forget that first uh, opening night, Monday night game where Sam Darnold made his start. And I want to say he threw a pick six on his first pass attempt. You kind of just, like, that's the NFL now, man. You kind of got to throw these guys in there right away. I expect Trevor Lawrence to be a week one starter. Probably Zach Wilson. You know, we'll see where Fields even ends up. Trey Lance, most likely not. Mac Jones, I think he probably sits for a year. Hey, but hey, still- give me your fa- give me your favorite over under in the AFC East because we got eight divisions here. Yeah, yeah, in the AFC East, it probably would be the under on the Jets. I don't see the Jets making that big of an improvement this year, even with Wilson. I'd go under on Miami at nine. Twenty nine takeaways last year. Not yeah. repeating that. Yeah, not repeating that. Not a believer in Tua. They had a lot of things go their way last year. Five hundred doesn't seem out of reach, and New England's better. AFC North. The highest win total is the Baltimore Ravens, 11. That was their win total last year. Cleveland's is at double digits as well at 10. Pittsburgh at 9 after their 12-4 and four year. Cincinnati's 6.5, hopefully with a healthy Joe Burrow. What's your favorite? Yeah, I'm probably. These, these are all leans, by the way, people. We're not making these official plays in early April. Yeah, yeah. With Baltimore, man, I expect them. I expect Lamar to have a big year. Actually, um, I expect them to be able to actually throw the ball. Well, I shouldn't say that. I don't have to be able to throw the ball down the field. For me, ah, man, that that's a tough one to call. Who with the Browns? I like what the Browns are doing, but I just is Jadeveon Clowney actually ever going to be on the field, man? I feel like that's just like that's the big name every offseason. Where he's gonna where's he gonna end up? And then he plays four or five games doesn't really help with the pass rush for me in that division. I think I'd have to go under on the Bengals just because of all the question marks. Is Joe Burrow going to be ready week one? Is Zach Taylor a real NFL head coach? And if Burrow's not out there, they're going to be a disaster this year. I think they're going to finish one and 15. I just, I need to know when he's going to be healthy, when he's going to be ready to go. So I'd probably go under on the Bengals. It's a tough one. Yeah. It's really tough. So I, I want to go under on Pittsburgh, but they set it in a spot. Okay, are the Steelers going to go 500? I don't expect Ben Roethlisberger to make it through an entire season. Yeah. Probably not. Like, Let's also not forget the extra game, too. Right. Um. So I said I said to 7-9 with the Jets earlier. Well, that's really not the case at all because of the extra game. I'd go over, I'd go over six and a half with Cincinnati. I disagree with you there. Really? Yeah. Four wins last year without Joe Burrow. One of them was a tie. I, I, I'm I, expecting him to be ready for the majority of, of the season. And the difference, I expect them to bolster the offensive line in the draft. They're going to add there. Maybe it's Sewell. Maybe it isn't. Yeah. Uh, so if we, let's say we give them the win and that tie with Joe Burrow, right? So now we're at five. We're, we're close. Do you remember how impressive he was 
in that first month of the season. It was like the rookie of the year is over. It's Joe Burrows. See, I love Joe Burrow, but the thing that scares me about Joe Burrow, man, is he is reckless with his body out there. And what concerns me is the Bengals, are they going to protect him? I just don't want to have an Andrew Luck situation where you invest in your quarterback of the future, but you don't invest in an offensive line until it's way too late. They have to go offensive line in this right. draft feel better and i have to see him moving around a little bit out there uh you brought up the steelers man the steelers i i i'm with you on that under because roethlisberger's only getting older he's going to be a disaster this year they bring back a lot of those skill position players who's their running back you know are they going to be able to run the football and yeah i'd probably go they, under. they might be drafting a running back in their with their first pick it'll probably be etn and then i don't know if i like that under so much but yeah i, I do think that pittsburgh is going to regress a little bit and i think that uh, this might be the season where we see I mean, last year we saw Ben break on the second half of the year, but uh, man, I don't know. Now, maybe I'm not there with the Bengals because, yeah, they they were competitive. They were competitive even the second half of the season when Burrow went down. But man, their offensive line is bad. AFC South, Indianapolis, ten wins. Tennessee, nine and a half. Both those teams coming off eleven and five years. Jacksonville is at six. Trevor Lawrence under center. Houston at five. I want to say Texans over five because it doesn't look like Watson's going anywhere, but that defense is so bad, man. I would lean over five, but I'll tell you right now, if until we know what's going on with the quarterback situation, I'm not messing with that. Yeah. Tennessee under nine and a half. They lost, they lost their offensive genius. They're losing, they're losing a lot there. Um, this is going to be the year they won't get to double-digit victories. Yeah, and they haven't improved defensively, and they don't really yeah. have a fast rush, man. And, I mean, again, you lose Jadevian Clowney, which who cares. But still, uh, Derrick Henry's been so good the last two years. You have to wonder when his body's going to start to be able – when it's going to start breaking down a little bit. Like, he's not going to be able to get 30, 35 touches every single year. And with Ryan Tannehill, if you take away that run game, everything they do is based off the play action. So as good as Tannehill's been, you know, a lot of that is off the play action. If you take Derrick Henry out of the equation, or if you take – if he starts getting less carries – or if he gets injured, yeah, I'm I'm out on Tennessee. I, I'm kind of buying into the Colts, though. Um, I'm buying into Carson Wentz in a different situation. He was okay. last year, man. But if with that running game, with Jonathan Taylor, with those weapons, with that offensive line being able to protect them, because that was the big problem in Philadelphia. He was running for his life. A lot of that was on him. I mean, he made some poor decisions, but that offensive line was bad. His skill position players were awful. He was thrown to Greg Ward Jr. the first eight weeks of the season, a guy that was a converted college quarterback. So I'm buying into the Colts. I think they go 12-4, and four, and I think Wentz has a pretty big year. We might have, as bad as they are, we might see positive regression for the Texans. They had only three interceptions in 16 games last year on defense. Three interceptions. That's tough to do. AFC West, Kansas City win total is 12. LA Chargers is 9. Raiders 8. Broncos seven and a half. Broncos, I expect them to draft a quarterback, maybe their quarterback for the 2021 season. Five wins last year. They add Kyle Fuller. Vic Fangio's going to have this defense humming. It's like, can, can you score on offense? Can you put up 20? Then maybe the Broncos will be all right. Mm. Before knowing the quarterback, I'll lean Broncos over seven and a half. Yeah, I'd probably lean over as well. But, again, we don't know the quarterback. Is it going to be Drew Locke? Are they going to draft a quarterback? And then are, are they still going to start Locke? And kind of, I, I feel like he gets one more shot, right, one more opportunity to kind of earn that job. Although the big thing, Joe, this year is there's actually preseason. Like last year we didn't get preseason football. We don't know what a lot of these young quarterbacks look like. Uh, I, in that one, man, I couldn't play the under on the Chiefs. 
I'm kind of buying into the Chargers this year, double-digit wins with Justin Herbert year two. So I'd probably go over nine wins for the Chargers with the 17th game. You're not worried about regression, entire season of, on tape, all that stuff? That That's what well, – They lost games that they should have won last year, though. I mean, how many one-possession games did they lose because of bad coaching mistakes? So if you take Anthony Lynn out of the equation, I don't know. I think Herbert only gets better this year. I like their weapons. Defense is good enough if they're healthy with Bosa. So I like over on Chargers, nine wins. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I thought about them with their futures, and they're going to be healthy. Like, that's the other thing. What they were doing is all those injuries – that they were they were dealing with on defense. All right, more uh more football talk coming up. I'm sure we'll break down the NFC side before we get out of here and there's also nickel or dime in your future NBA slate. A lot coming up this hour. It's Joe Ostrowski and Ryan Horvat. You're locked into the BetQL Audio Network.